Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Welcome to the podcast. I am Chris Graham, and I've got Scott German here with me. We are at day one of the 2022 ACC football kickoff in Charlotte, and we have spent better part of the day trying to dissect uh, the first hour of the kickoff, which was uh, ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips addressing lots of issues. So let's just leave it at that. And, and Scott, uh, we've both written extensively about today. You know, what the funny thing is there were the entire, the entire Atlantic division was today here at the kickoff in terms of players and coaches being available. Um, we didn't talk to a single player or coach because our focus is on the future of the ACC, which is the money part of the ACC, focusing on the ACC network, uh, possible uh, expansion, etc. So uh, uh, what are some of your thoughts uh, from today, uh, all the reporting we've done, all the talking we've done, Jim Phillips, uh, others that we've run into? What, what do you think some of the important issues that uh, came up today were? Well, I think you were spot on on saying that it's a good thing that UVA, uh, along with the rest of the members of the uh, Coastal Division, are tomorrow. Yeah. Because <laughs> those guys that went today, I think, unless you were specifically following that school, were afterthoughts because of the message that Phillips uh, opened with, his opening remarks. Uh, that seemed, I, know it, I know it consumed our, our time today. Uh, I have no idea what the other coaches were 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 saying about their teams, but um, today I think was is a day that we we kind of anticipated that Phillips would skirt a little of the issues, um, but at the same time I think he made it pretty clear that revenue uh, increasing revenue is is on the front burner of the of the conference, and it's just a matter of how the conference is going to go about achieving that. We both wrote stories a few hours apart with similar headlines, uh, basically evaluating all options or all options are on the table were the two nuances that we gave to our headlines for our stories. But the same message there. All options are on the table. They're all being evaluated in terms of what the ACC does next. I'm, I may be jumping ahead there, though. Um, for the average fan out there who... Just following the news of the last few weeks, ever since USC and UCLA uh, announced that they were headed to the Big Ten, uh, your your favorite neighborhood sports blogger, in some cases sports writer, whatever the case may be, has led you to believe that, well, that means that the ACC is about to die. Uh, They're all going to go. The good ones are going to go to the SEC or Big Ten. The other ones are going to be left to fend for themselves. Is that the reality? I think we know the answer to that, but let's explain that to folks. So, is that the reality, Scott? The rea- the re- no. The reality is um, the ACC you see today is going to be the ACC you see in a year from now, I mean, and probably fourteen years. From and now. probably fourteen years from now. <laughs> and Phillips addressed that early on in his opening remarks um, when he noted that Texas and Oklahoma. We're not bolting early to leave the Big 12. In reference to the grants of media and, rights. And, that, and, yeah, yeah. and those rights are only for a couple of years. Yeah, that's only... And yeah, they were yeah. still um, concerned with 
losing that revenue for two years. Yeah, the but, SEC's new contract takes effect in 2023. They're not going to the SEC until 2025. So if they can't, if Texas can't, well, Texas can. Oklahoma can't afford to get out. That's only $90 million. Did I just say that? Only $90 million. ACC schools, if they were to try to leave, it would be somewhere around five or $600 million to leave. Yeah. Uh, Phillips's exact quote, and I have it here, uh, concerning the grant of rights and, and the ironclad uh, uh, of it, that it seems that it is. People talk about Oklahoma and Texas leaving immediately. I think that's pretty well stated now, and that's not the case. They're going to wait until their grants of rights is over. Um, and their rights, grants of rights um, not over to 2024. And he said, you can follow the logic there. So if you can follow the logic on not wanting to leave and be penalized for two years, think that out in, in terms of 14 years. Because the what happens is now the, the ACC, uh, we know they're, well, the, actually the ACC and Big 12 media rights grants uh, were written very similarly. In fact, from what I've read, they were, the, the ACC used the Big 12's template <laughs> to, uh, right. to base its media rights. Um, you owe an exit fee, and you would then owe your what are called media rights for the duration of the contract. And so the exit fee in the ACC is written out to be three times the league's annual budget, and that's somewhere in a range of $120 million just there. Um, on top of that, then, you don't get to make money off the TV appearances you make for home games for the duration. And that's roughly $30 million a year for 14 more years. And, it could, and that number will grow, of course, because the ACC's TV contract will grow in value over the next 14 years. So that's why I say 400 to $500 million on top of that $120 million. That's why I say 500 to $600 million. That... That is not an insignificant amount of money, and that's why these media rights are basically inviolable, as they say in law. Yeah, you know, if my math is not correct, Chris, $500 million, another way of saying that is a half a billion. Half a billion, yeah. And that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot. It's a lot of money no matter who you are. Uh, it's a lot For everybody listening to this, it's a damn lot of money. Um, and it's also an amount of money now, if you're talking about the difference between being in the ACC and the SEC. In, in 10 years, well, not 10 years, by 20, 30, eight years from now, the uh, SEC and Big Ten are projected to be paying its member schools about $50 million more a year than the ACC if things don't change for the ACC, then positive. $50 million, uh, when you look at $500 million, it's 10 years of the extra money. So um, if you left now, it would take you 10 years just to pay, pay back the difference, essentially. So 2032, you, you then start making uh, an approximate amount of money that you'd be making for making the move. That's uh, 10 years, a long time to be basically breaking even. Um, and really, I mean, your school would have to loan you money. You'd probably have to raise uh, more money from your donors. You'd have to raise student fees um, because ticket prices are going to ticket ticket uh, revenues are going to be consistent at best. So yeah, that's that's a long time to 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 not really make any money from the move. Um, that's why nobody's going to do this. At least not until twenty thirty six, right? Twenty thirty six, yeah. Um, so here's the other thing I learned today: not all of the media folks that are here, uh, obviously, are evidently are paying attention. 
because I overheard this conversation. I'm, I don't have it in writing, but I'll try to paraphrase it. Just recently between two um, um, talk, uh, sports talk radio folks saying the one thing they were they felt good about today was listening to Phillips say how confident he was in that Oklahoma that no excuse me that Notre Dame would someday join the ACC. Now Chris, you and I were there in that meeting and if and I just found it. He did not say that. Well, he yeah. did not say that at all. And let me hey, let me I wrote a whole story on just this topic. So let me since you brought that up, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, the headline I gave to this was Notre Dame is not going to save the ACC. Um, you can stop talking about them coming in and saving the ACC. You know, folks, uh, we're from Virginia. Uh, we like to say we're and we're both from Western Virginia. The saying is that dog won't hunt. Um, that dog ain't gonna hunt. Uh, Notre Dame is right now seeking seventy-five million a year from NBC from its current uh, when its current TV deal expires in twenty twenty-five. It's currently getting. You see it differently reported. The average value of the deal is $15 million a year, but it was, as we like to say in sports these days, I talked about this with Juan Soto the other day, it was backloaded. So right now it's actually good news that it's backloaded for Notre Dame. They're making $22 million a year, but they're going to be asking for $75 million a year. And they're going to get it. Well, I don't know if they're going to get 75 and I'll tell you why. Um, they're going to get something, but it ain't going to be 75 uh, NBC uh, has an issue. If it's going to put $75 million a year into just Notre Dame football, uh, on Saturdays, a few Saturdays, relative few Saturdays in the fall, NBC uh, sources are telling uh, the media writers who are, who are getting into this topic that they would need what is called in the sports media business shoulder programming, either some a game before the Notre Dame game, which typically they kick off at 3.30. They'll play some, some you know, primetime games. So maybe a 12 o'clock kickoff or a 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock kickoff, or if they're playing a primetime game at 3.30 kickoff, they need some something ahead of that Notre Dame game to basically say, because NBC doesn't have any other college football. So Notre Dame can't just, or NBC can't just give Notre Dame $75 million a year to broadcast, what, like six, seven, eight games, um, and then not have any other college football. So they're saying, we need something else. And so you'd look at this on first glance and say, well, damn, that's an opportunity for the ACC to jump in, except that the ACC is tethered to ESPN through 2036. Can't do that. So it's likely, according to the media writers who are getting into this topic, that the Big 12 is going to be the shoulder programming. So the ACC is going to make some money for the Big 12. Yay, us. Um, but I look at the $75 million and say, Notre Dame doesn't have a lot of leverage. And here's why. Notre Dame is contractually obligated by virtue of its grant of media rights in 2016 to the ACC. Now, the, Notre Dame is a member of the ACC and everything else but football. Um, as far as football goes, to, to get that sweetheart deal, to be able to stay independent in football and then be a member of everything else in the ACC, they had to agree that if they were to join, to agree to a join or decide to join a, a, a conference for football, it's got to be the ACC. So now everything else applies. The exit fees apply. The grant of media rights issue applies. But it's a different number. I, I want to spell this out for folks. Uh, it's a different number than the 500 to 600 million I'm spelling out for the ACC. One, the, uh, NBC's deal with uh, Notre Dame goes to 2025, so we're talking about 2026 to 2036. So you talk about the exit fee, 120 million dollars. The uh, ACC only gives Notre Dame 11 million dollars in 
uh, currently gives $11 million a year to Notre Dame for its its share of ACC TV revenues. Right now, everybody else in ACC is getting $31 million a year. But since the Notre Dame is not playing football in the ACC, they're not part of the ESPN TV deal with the ACC, they're getting $11 million a year. So 11 million times 10 is $110 million. So Notre Dame would owe about $230 million to get out of the ACC and go to the SEC or Big Ten. That's still a lot of money. That's still about five years of money. I'm saying it would, it would cost ACC schools 10 years to make up its money. Still five years is five years. That's a long time to be basically breaking even or going broke. Uh, from Notre Dame, so um, that's what Notre Dame's leverage is on on the NBC to ask for seventy five million. They don't have a lot of leverage. Is my, I guess my point. If if they decide, hey, we don't. If if NBC only offers us fifty million a year, well, guess what? We're going to go to the ACC. Do you think the ACC is worth fifty million a year to Notre Dame? I don't think so. So I don't know that NBC is going to say, you know what, Notre Dame's asking for 75. Let's just go ahead and give them 75. I don't think that's going to happen. I think NBC is going to give them more than they're getting now, which is 22. Um, is it enough for Notre Dame, or does Notre Dame try to push the uh, nuclear button and, and try to get out of the league? It's That's that's a question here. It is, but I'm, my, the point is, is that Phillips, Commissioner Phillips, his his comment about Notre Dame joining the ACC was if they decided they were going to join a conference. Yeah. And the reason he was confident of that is that they're contractually obligated. Well, and it's it's a two hundred. It's it's uh, the math says it's a roughly two hundred two hundred thirty million dollar uh, cost to them if they want to leave the ACC and go to join the SEC exactly. or Big Ten. So yeah. someone's not listening. So uh, someone's not someone listening. Stayed up a Your guys late last night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Didn't listen. So. Uh, so so back to today. The other thing I think we learned today, or we should have learned today, is that um, the ACC and they do need to make up this disparity in revenue, um, and they're looking at every available option. Uh, but I think you and I have figured it out that there's not not that many options left, other than other than expanding and making the product more appealing. If they're going to go to to Bristol and say, give us more money, they've got to say, give Bristol, give ESPN a reason to say, okay, your product is now worth more. And the only way they're going to be able to do that, in our eyes, is to bring someone in, bring a school in, that would bring a fair amount of TV sets with them. And and I think we concluded this a week ago in front of, before anyone else, that that's there's only one school. When we had a conversation with a colleague today, he was throwing schools at us right and left, none of which made sense. Because we've done the math on we've that. We've done yeah, the math, yeah, yeah. and there's only one school out there, and that's SMU, and and they are a free agent. They are they because they're the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, which is a power. What they call them, Group of Five. They're not the Power Five. They're the Group of Five. Uh, and I would say that they, they're not really a free agent. They're more than Juan Soto. <laughs> Because they still have a conference. Don't don't slur uh, my Nats like that, please. But they have a home. <laughs> Nat, Juan Soto's got a home, please. <laughs> uh, they don't have to which go are, anywhere. They're your point's the, well taken. They're yeah. in the AAC, which is probably paying them two or three million a year, maybe, maybe not. We haven't. I'll, I'll do the math we'll on that math tomorrow. On that. But it's uh, not. It's not what the ACC's paying its schools. Yeah, yeah. And they could 
people think people I've read oh they they're an option to the Big Twelve. They're not attracted to the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve already has a school in in Texas and in, in Dallas. TCU. The Big Twelve has has uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, TCU already in in the Big Twelve. Four so, to six million in annual uh, distributions from the AAC to member schools. So we were in the right ballpark there. Uh, so the other conference option for the SMU would be the Pac twelve. That's not an option. They're fold, They're folding up. Uh, and they pay less to their schools. And they pay less. So the ACC is a perfect fit for SMU. SMU is a perfect fit for the ACC. They fall into, they meet the academic standards. They are very prestigious. I don't know how I would say very prestigious. But prestigious they, enough. Prestigious enough. 68th in the U.S. news rankings, and that's uh, all the ACC schools aside from Louisville are in the top 75. Um and Louisville's just outside of that, as Bob Buecher would say, just a little just bit outside. Just a bit outside. Um, <laughs> they they bring 2.9 million TV sets, Chris. That's the fifth largest television market in the entire country. Um, they also are – it would give the ACC a footprint in the state of Texas, and I, as I wrote in my article – uh, today, that is the most hallowed state, hallowed ground state in the entire country for football, from Little League to the National Football League. Hey, it would give everybody else in the ACC an excuse to go recruit Texas. You know, a better excuse than just, hey, come play in the ACC. You get to play against SMU. Geographic fit? Okay, maybe not, but they're a more geographic fit to the ACC than Southern Cal and UCLA uh, are to the Big, Big Ten, 10. Yeah, and, and Aaron is just as much a geographic fit to the ACC as Notre Dame would be. Well, they and, and, and some folks are suggesting, we had these discussions today here at the kickoff uh, down in the lunchroom. Uh, folks are suggesting some Pac-12 schools. Stanford and Cal are big-name schools in the San Francisco area, but they're on the West Coast. They're and on the just, West Coast. That'd be doing the same thing. Which And I've been very critical of the Big Ten um, in terms of the travel for everybody, not just football, but all the non-revenue sports. And Chris, uh, both of those schools are in the same TV market. And well, and and, and which is an advantage. Actually, the only thing that scares me about potential SMU, if you're the Big Twelve, maybe you you try to lure SMU just to solidify the Dallas market for your conference and to keep the ACC from getting it, because the the Big Twelve is currently in. Uh, negotiations for a new TV contract, and they'd love to keep the ACC from making more money. So that said, I think it's imperative. Let me throw some other numbers. We, we've talked about these numbers. I haven't written about these numbers. I'll do this tomorrow. But this is sort of back of the envelope math. Um, uh, and so don't you know? Don't say, oh, well, these you know, don't don't pigeonhole that I'm not exactly right about this number or that number. It's back of the envelope math. If you live in a a, a state or particularly in a TV market. Um, that does not have the ACC network as currently – there's there's a – basically, if, if you're in Virginia, you pay a certain amount for the ACC network. If you live in California, you pay a much different amount. You pay closer to $0.50 cents per per month because you're out of the geographic footprint. When you're in the ACC footprint, there's an assumption by your cable or satellite provider that you're more likely to be uh, an a, a avid viewer, a potentially avid viewer of that ACC network content. So you pay closer to five fifty a month. So you're paying roughly five dollars more per month. And again, this is back of the envelope math. I'll give you some more specifics tomorrow. So that's five dollars a month. That having having an ACC team in that market, five dollars per month per viewer. Um, that's that's the value of having an ACC team in that market. You just talked about two point nine million viewers, Scott. Let's just say three million to round it off. Three million times five 
in the Dallas TV market is 15 million a month. That's 180 million a year when you multiply 15 million times 12. If you divide that money up to the ACC member schools, 180 divided by what would be 15 because you'd have uh, SMU would be included in that is 12 million a month or 12, excuse me 12 million a year in additional revenues for the ACC. Right now, the ACC in the current day is roughly 25 million behind per school per year, the payouts of what the SEC and Big Ten are paying to theirs. You cut that deficit in half just by adding SMU to your conference. And it's, it's, a, it's a school that is 68th in the U.S. News rankings. It fits the academic profile. It's got the big TV market competitively, 24-9 and nine in basketball last year, 25-10 and 10 in football the last three seasons. They're competitive, so you're not bringing a doormat into the league. You're bringing a... a, a with a pedigree, I mean, they were they were good back in the 70s and 80s in football. Very good in the 70s and 80s in football. They're in Texas. There's nothing wrong with SMU. Everything's right about SMU. Right. We talked on our trip down yesterday. SMU, if they're in the ACC football uh, 2022, uh, I'm not going to say they're a divisional contender. But they quite could be. They could be, and they're they're not going to finish last. They're not going to finish last. <laughs> uh, fast forward to the to the winter, AC, uh, SMU in basketball. I can tell you, I'm not going to mention names for, because I don't want to hurt feelings. But they're not going to be last in basketball in the ACC. Uh, they They'll would be they more would, of a middle of the pack team. They would be a top half team. Uh, they wouldn't be top three. We know UVA, UNC, and Duke, not necessarily in that order, will be the top three teams in the ACC. But after number three, it's a, between it's, four and 15 is open. Yeah. And they'd be right in that mix between four and, I say, seven. So they're a perfect fit. We talked about Houston. Houston, if there is wiggle room to get out of the Big 12, possibly. We don't know what the legal legalese is on that. Uh, but let's just say Houston – could get out of their Big 12 commitment. Again, we you do the back of the envelope math, it's going to bring another $12 million in. But the, the key with Houston here is they're not the academic fit. Yeah, they don't you, check all the boxes. U.S. News 179 and national universities, they, they would be a good complement and a good friend of our folks over in Louisville, which ranks 187. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like if you're going to take a, a rather unattractive girl to the dance, you want to go with someone else that's taking another unattractive girl to the dance. I know that's not politically correct, but um, that's not the way the ACC wants to look at this. They're, okay, let's, let's not, say two nerdy guys hanging out at the dance. Two, you, two you, nerdy guys. You need, you you need, you need two guys to, uh, to sit, standing in the corner over there uh, not dancing with any girls with, so uh, that everybody else looks better, with right? Pocket, with pocket, what is the... Uh, the little pocket protectors. Yeah, and pocket yeah. protectors. You, those, so. those dudes standing over the corner. I was one of those dudes actually in college, so I, I'm not poking fun yeah, at anybody so else. So just, <laughs> we'll, revert, we'll, we'll erase what I just said about the girls, but... No, but, when you say, when you when you down both sexes, that's politically okay, correct. We're down on yeah. both. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so Houston <laughs> doesn't match, doesn't check all the boxes. But as a colleague said said to us today, would well, you just turn your head on that and look the other way and say, yeah? But they 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 check most of them. I do full court press, two minute drill, whatever sports analogy you want to talk about with SMU, um, and if that falls through, then. You bring this one to the dance. <laughs> right. If the girl you ask out first doesn't come with you, then you you settle and for. You it. just don't let Houston know you asked someone before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I, I really believe that our our conversations in a month from now, two months from now, 
they're going to involve SMU being extended membership offer to the ACC. And the other part of what we learned today is that, and we've been, again, we're ahead of the curve on this. We talked about revenue distribution. Um, there needs to be a better way of distributing what revenue the ACC does get from the haves to the have-nots. And, 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 and Commissioner Phillips spoke about that a little today not didn't i don't think he was ready to really delve into the specifics of that but he did say um that that could be part of the equation to figure out that a school is given more money based on their performance and how many viewers that they actually generate and why would they not that's capitalism isn't it? why should clemson um that generates more viewership in football um, maybe share the same pie, same slice of that pie with a school that generates very little viewership in football or basketball, then, for that matter. But I'll point out something you brought up to me then, Scott, when we were discussing this. We've been having fun today. This is, this is, this is like Christmas and New Year's and your birthday, and I don't know what else all rolled into one, when you're, when you're like us and you get to do this kind of thing and you get paid to do it. Um, you brought up, uh, but in the SEC, Vanderbilt and Alabama make the same amount of money. And Alabama's not complaining about it. So, and then I brought up in response, yeah, but Alabama and Vanderbilt they are both make, they make a lot of money and the ACC's not. But then, you know, we don't know that anyone in the ACC is actually complaining about this. Um, we just speculate. So well, it's all speculation as far as that goes. But, yeah, the, the, I guess the point is, and it was a good point you made here, Scott, they're looking at all options. That's kind of where we started this discussion. Everybody's I think that looking at all the, options. The headline on every story we had: all options are on the table. Or evaluating all options. He's, he, how many times did he say that today? Or, or some combination of those words? It felt like that's he, he was a robot and he kept pushing that button. <laughs> and and one last point, and I know we're going to make this a little shorter um, podcast today. And I was able to ask Commissioner Phillips this personally. And it got some attention from the other media that were uh, around him. And my question to Commissioner Phillips was specifically, when it came to expansion, who was calling the shots? Was it ESPN telling the ACC, this is who you need to go, this is who you need to target? Or is the ACC telling ESPN, this is the school, this is the expansion route we're going to take? And he specifically said, we are, meaning the ACC. You and I said, that's lip service. Yeah, I think it is. I think he has to say that, um, and I'm all fine with him saying that. Um, but, I mean, we all know the realities of this. Um, the, 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 whether ESPN is dictating the shots, they're calling the shots, um, or you are uh, instinctively... Um, uh, Letting them call the shots by um, suggesting suggesting the shots you think they want to call, right? Um, and then you walk away, and it was it was our idea, it was the league, the conference's idea all along. Yeah, there's no way that these decisions are being made by any conference, particularly here the ACC, uh, without uh, thought being put to the impact on that TV deal, and that means ESPN because we're tethered to them until 2036. Right, and I don't think the TV networks want to be want it to be known that, okay, ESPN um, orchestrated this deal because the, prop, the, 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 the consensus right now is that eventually 
the conferences are going to go away. It's going to be the ESPN conference, the big, t- the Fox net, the Fox networks, Fox Sports uh, conference, the Amazon conference, the, the Amazon Apple TV conference. conference. <laughs> so, and that, and that very well could be, but I don't think they want to. They want to create that. They don't. They don't want to further, you know, cement that belief now. And even though the ESPN may say to the ACC, "Hey, why don't you look at Conne- uh, Why don't you look at?" Southern Methodist. They may be interested. They may be a good fit. And if it happens, it's all the ACC's idea. The ACC orchestrated it. Basically, it was a very good try on your part to get him to slip up. But he didn't. But he didn't. And and it's great news for him um, because we made the joke at lunch when we were talking about this. Um, if he had slipped up and made that call, we might be talking to him again in a few months. Hey, it's the, it's the new athletics director of Bridgewater College. How's it going, Jim Phillips? Hey, sorry about the fact that that's the, 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 we're the reason that uh, you're, you're here now. But <laughs> Because, no, ESPN does not want anyone like a, a, a Jim Phillips or any of the other commissioners uh, across the, the, the landscape to admit to the reality <laughs> because – it's it's playing politics. This is this is just like what goes on in D.C. Um, this this is politics, and you got to say the right things. And um, I'll I'll give them credit today. They they he 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 give give Jim Phillips credit, the ACC leaders credit. You know that he came out today. This was not easy. A year ago, to a year ago tomorrow, June, July twenty first, twenty twenty one. The news came out that morning. Houston Chronicle wrote about. Texas and Oklahoma exploring options to leave the Big 12 for the SEC. That same morning, um, Jim Phillips stood in front of the media. Now, we weren't able to we, – we, you know, basically that news was so fresh. I mean, literally, maybe people saw it at midnight when it was posted. Most people would have probably woke up to it. But no questions were asked of Texas, Oklahoma, and anything like that because it was still all speculation at that point. It wasn't a concrete deal. By the time we left two days later, it was a, it was a done deal. And we were all lamenting we hadn't been able to ask Jim Phillips about it. That's how, but th- th- that's, you know, this year he was able to answer the questions. He did, he might not have told us anything, but he did answer the questions. And that, that's, you know, that wasn't easy. He had to stand up there and squirm a lot. That, that's that's tough. And then he, it, it, then, so he stood up there in front of, what, 700 of us and squirmed in front of 700. Then afterwards, he stood there with people like you, Scott, TV cameras, everybody else, stuck up in his face. And he did it again for another what, fifteen, twenty minutes. So that's you know, I, I admire that. That's that's not easy to do. I, I, t- that's where you earn your your big bucks, basically. Right. He he earned his bucks in that small group. Yeah. Yeah. Not in front of a podium, uh, reading off a teleprompter, which is essentially what he was doing. Well, for the first thirty-one minutes, he I, took some questions. He took some but, questions, but he didn't take the hardcore questions from that group that he from the from the mass. That he took from the small circle of people. Because the, the mass group was some, let's just say, I'll be political about this now, they're, they're just some of the favored sons of that ACC. That were asking politically correct questions. They were asking the politically correct questions. You guys you guys afterwards well, weren't. And one question, and as I told you, that, were, that was asked was, Commissioner Phillips referred to it, compared to this as an analogy of the gated community. Uh, and he was specifically referring to uh, SEC and the Big Ten being in the gated community. And the question was asked, if ACC were in the gated community, would you have the same feelings towards everyone? Would we care about what happened to the rest of Division I uh, teams if we were in the so-called gated community? 
and he he answered that. He actually didn't answer to the effect of we're in the gated community. We he did. He said we're in the gated community. Uh, but we don't have. Uh, he, I'm putting these words in his mouth. We don't have the nicest house in the gated community, but we're there. Right. Uh, and right now, we're just trying to stop the other neighbors in the gated community from kicking us out, or kicking us out, or I mean, it, I think his point with the gated community analogy was, we don't need to keep raiding the people who are outside to try to bring them in, right? And, and then hurt the other conferences. And that's the fine line because we've we spent a lot of time talking about how. We got to add someone. I mean, we we keep advocating SMU, but if the ACC just stands pat, nothing's going to change positively for the ACC. Um, it doesn't necessarily get negative. It just means that the ACC is going to continue falling farther and farther behind. So that's the that's part of that fine line. He wants he wants to he, he kind of, he wants to be the good guy. He's going to have to be a little bit of a bad guy though to uh, to make this work for the ACC. It's going to have to be the lesser of the bad guys. We are both huge fans of Better Call Saul. Um, we've been discussing Kim and Jimmy slash Saul a lot. Sometimes good people have to do bad things to make things happen. Right. I, I don't, we don't want, you know, Howard to get shot in the head. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, something's got to happen, um, and sometimes, sometimes, sometimes things get out of control, and that's what they, they may have to risk doing that here. But, but he wants to be the he wants to be the good Kim, right? <laughs> and, and and that's why he's making what he's making because it's his job to find a way to do that. And our and our job is to report on it, report on it, and think ahead of that, and also not fill your head. You guys listening, thank you for listening. Not fill your head with weird, you know, we're just going to have Virginia go to the SEC and, and, and tell you that's going to happen and make you feel better about it. That's just not going to happen. So, Scott, I think that's a way to wrap things up. Uh, for us, we're heading out in a few minutes to a really cool um, dinner uh, with uh, administrators, uh, some athletics directors, players, coaches, other hangers-on, um, and scribes, ink-stained wretches like ourselves. So uh, that's going to be fun. But thank you, folks out there, for listening. And we'll uh, have more reporting tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll probably focus a little bit more on actual football with Virginia uh, being in the mix. But, uh, but uh, yeah, check out Augusta Free Press. Lots today. Uh, lots of words devoted today on our site to um, breaking all this down. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. <laughs>